0: lately we have been introducing you to all the amazing products Ascent Nutrition has to offer. This week I'm very excited to tell you about their full spectrum hemp oil. Ascent Nutrition's full spectrum hemp oil utilizes superior plant genetics and an organic proprietary blend of natural ingredients. Their hemp oil contains not only an abundance of CBD but 119 other phytocannabinoids found within the spectrum of the hemp plant. According to the National Center of Biotechnology Information, this strain is the gold standard in hemp genome sequencing. Ascent also uses a unique method that ensures infusion of significantly more phytocannabinoids and CBD than all other competitors they tested against including most of the leading CBD companies. I challenge everyone in the audience that uses CBD, as well as those of you who may have tried other CBD options and didn't get any results, to try Ascent Nutrition's Full Spectrum Hemp Oil, which is guaranteed to be much stronger and contains more phytonutrients than any others on the market. Just click the link in the description Or visit GoAscentNutrition.com and use coupon code FKN to get 10% off your entire purchase. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guests are Jim Bob Ovalsharts and Bandit from Unconstitutional Awakening Podcast. First, a couple of announcements. If you have a business and you want to advertise with Forbidden Knowledge News, email me, ForbiddenKnowledgeNews at gmail.com. We have unbeatable ad pricing and packages, so do come check us out. Our website is ForbiddenKnowledge.News, also the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. You find amazing podcasts that we feature from our community there. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, all podcast platforms. You're going to want to check out Rockfin. This is where you get our premium content that you can't find anywhere else, as well as all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin. You can also create a free account and get all the tons of free content from all the creators on Rockfin, including all our regular shows. You just go to rockfin.com/fkn plus or click the link in the description to sign up. Today I want to welcome Jim Bob Oval Shorts and Bandit. Jim Bob is host of Unconstitutional Awakening, and he's here to live life to the fullest. He is a freedom-minded individual who wishes to spread truthful, nonpartisan information about the government tyranny and corruption that will affect all humans, as well as promote bottom unity between all the people at the bottom of all political and religious ilks and lack thereof. He brings laughter to people via memes, videos, and blogs that are informational about serious issues. Bandit is co-host of Unconstitutional Awakening, and he wants to help unite humanity for the better. 50% serious, 50% joking, 100% your responsibility to figure out. Jim Bob and Bandit, welcome. How you both doing?
1: Oh, there, Chris. How you doing?
0: Good, good, man. Welcome, both of you. Um, I had a great time on your show the other day. I love what you guys are doing with the podcast, and this is the first time I get to talk to Bandit, so welcome, Bandit. We're going to have a good time. Uh, Now, like we were discussing on your show, uh, podcasts are blowing up right now. I love that now I have so many choices of wonderful shows to listen to, and it started like a sort of revolution, and we're witnessing, some, I believe, some of the most critical times in human history history right now and we all get to report on it which is really cool it's a great time to be alive i believe uh but this is your first time on each of you tell us more about yourselves and what got you started uh with your podcast we'll start with uh, well, jim bob
1: oh well i mean it all it, it all really started with memes of um the unconstitutional awake group unconstitutional awakening group themselves were separate admins from a bunch of different pages that got, you know, deleted several times on Facebook and even Instagram and Twitter. And we all decided to kind of mesh together and make one, one group of a page. And, you know, we just kept going from there. Well, I branched out trying to get away from Facebook as much and playing in other social medias, found a big following over on TikTok where uh, Josh Reed with the red pill project found me and I started doing podcasts with him and I was like, this is super cool. So I talked to the crew over there at Unconstitutional Awakening and was like, you guys want to do a podcast? And they were like, maybe, you know, we kind of mulled it back and forth and tossed it around a little bit. And One day I called them and I was like, hey, I, uh, I kind of paid for everything, guys. So um, we're starting a podcast. And, and, you know, you're right. I kind of see how it's popping up all over the place. And it makes me think about that whole joke about how the revolution won't be televised because it won't. It's going to be here online done by people like yourself and myself and everybody else.
0: Right on, man, hundred uh, percent. What about you, Bandit? What uh, What's your background and how you got started with this?
2: Pretty much the same as uh, Jim Bob. Uh, kind of just fell in online, you know. Um, got hooked up with these uh, with these guys uh, through Facebook. Um, Jim Bob's Twitter came, or uh, t- uh, TikTok came later. Uh, yeah, know, it, it, it's it's pretty cool being able to be part of this podcast for the fact that. It, even though there is so many, you know, it's, it's the new way to get. Everybody used to gather around the, you know, back in the day, everybody used to gather around the uh, radio to, to, to get their news and to get their info about what's going on. And today it seems to be everybody's, <clears throat> everybody has their favorite podcast. Uh, it It's becoming more influential than, you know, your local news, you know, it's, and it's a good way for us to get our message out uh, without persecution, like on face, Facebook, Twitter, oh. Instagram, even TikTok anymore. You know, we're we're not going to get censored on on our own webpage on our podcast.
0: Right on, man. Uh, now, uh, tell us a little bit about the podcast and what you guys are covering, are covering on there.
1: Oh man, I, I I believe in doing a big array of everything. Um, I really think that talking to different people from different walks of life will help show others that we really are more alike than we are different. And we all have a, have a same goal at the end of the day. I mean, I, I don't talk to anybody and not see them saying, you know, that they just want a safe place to lay their head, a full belly and a happy life. And, you know, I don't care what, you know, religious, ill political view or whatever you come from that at the end of the day, all of us are looking for that same thing. So I kind of bounce around like one day we'll talk about spirituality. One day we'll talk about politics. Today we'll talk about lizard people. It just varies from per person or what kind of mood got going on. Cause I think there's just a little bit of everything everywhere. And if you can pay attention to the little puzzle pieces, you can follow it by paying attention to all that stuff.
0: Right on. Uh, Anything to add bandit? No, it's, it's, we don't,
2: we won't turn you away. You know, even if you, right. even if you have an opposing, yeah, even if you have an opposing viewpoint from us, whether it's political, religious, just everyday life, you know, we're not going to turn you away, you know, but <laughs> debate, it, it, you know, discuss it with us though. Don't just like, <clears throat> don't, don't get defensive about it. If, if your views differ from us, don't say, no, nah, I'm not going to come on and talk to you guys. You guys are, you know, anarchists. We're not going to talk to you you know no come on and talk to us you know yeah. we'll 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 have anybody on the show
0: you know? Excellent. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. And I, I thought that uh, since you guys cover so many things, it'd be kind of fun today to run through some of those fun talk topics you are just talking about, like lizard people, fake moon landing, spirituality, consciousness. You know, all the things that, that you guys cover, maybe we could touch on a little bit. Uh, but you, you mentioned that you're not really worried about, you know, podcasting and censorship right now. Do you think that that's going to be the same in the near future? They've got a lot of things in the works where it's Starting to look like they're cracking down on free speech, basically, in in podcasting.
2: They're going to try. I mean, I've heard that recently uh, uh, the governor of New York or New York City or the governor of New York uh, has demanded that uh, social media platforms crack down on misinformation, uh, bullying, and uh, hateful content uh that but that's where she stopped you know she didn't go into any details so those vague th- those vague things like that can really be misconstrued as far as like what hateful content is uh what constitutes bullying um but here in the US uh i, I don't see anything like really profound in the near future as far as cracking down on free speech. Now the rest of the world, I can't say that, you know, because there is a a real push from the EU to censor social media in the United States. And as far as I'm concerned, I just, you know, I really don't care what they say because I don't see it as happening here because there's, too much there's too much of it it's it's so easy to have your own podcast or, you know whether it's visual or audio there's just so much there's just no way i don't uh, there with the uh <laughs> the ministry of truth that they were going to start that didn't even get off the ground it's not going to get off the ground yeah so i just don't
1: see it happening here the uh the whole the whole ministry of truth thing I thought was hilarious because <laughs> you know, me and me and Bandit and the rest of the crew that you know, you, you met some State of them the, in the other 1984. night. Mm. They uh you know, we all we all feel the same way. We don't we don't like censorship. We don't like trying to, you know, it, cut anybody off or anything like that. But but <clears> I've seen where they've tried to introduce stuff like that, or even currently I, down here in Georgia, they're trying to take away free radio stations. Um like they're they're trying to do away with like the ones you listen to when you're driving around in your car because they want to they want people to pay for the music that's on there and it's just like stuff like that I think is just going to get flat out ignored or not even enforced because you know who doesn't like to listen to the radio when they're driving don't get me wrong some of the stuff on there is complete garbage but I listen to the classic rock station while I'm at work because at least it's something to listen to and you know and jam and stuff like that and and seeing as how there's so many different podcasting apps and so many different places you can stream podcasts and stuff at, I really don't think that they would ever be able to shut everyone up because a lot of us, you know, we, we pay for our place to be able to be on some of these apps and stuff like that. You know, it's not, unfortunately, it's not free for us to get this information out here, but you know, I, I, I don't mind spending the money to make sure that people can, you know, hear what we have to say, even if, you know, as i as i usually say one person's listening and one person's going to get this message and one person is going to understand what we're talking about here and that one person is the audience that i'm after like i you know you can't do everyone at once i think morpheus says it best one mind at a time
0: yep so. yeah yeah right on now i've been i've been doing this for a while and uh, you know, I started my show. Actually, started the podcast about 2018, 2017, and I've been looking into all these topics for a long time, but. <laughs> 2020 and beyond has had so many paradigm shifts for me and so many confirmations about things I was studying before that just kind of solidified the truth about uh, the the corruption and the lies and everything that we've been told in our false history. Uh, So it it was all these confirmation after confirmation and new realizations and new paradigm shifts that I never thought I'd, I'd, I'd see in my lifetime. Uh, what has 2020 and beyond done for you guys? And were you looking into this stuff a little bit before that?
1: Oh, man, I've, I've, you know, the whole Captain Conspiracy moniker, I've been in this route of thinking and, and you know, preaching out and speaking out and stuff in various forms since, I'd say, right before 9-11. Like 9-11 oh. kind of confirmed some things for me, and I was I was definitely one of the first people that were like, Hey, that something's not right here. Buildings don't just topple that way. And, you know, I just kept going further and further and further. And I mean, I've read I've read some of the most outlandish conspiracies there is out there. And the thing I like about them is having the cognitive ability to critically think about anything I look at. I have found where a lot of these different conspiracies that you don't think are related. Years down the road have tied back together, and then 2020 happens, and you know I admire anybody and everybody out there that stood their ground as as myself and didn't fall for it. weren't running around wearing a face diaper, weren't weren't being scared into getting a vaccine. Shoot, I never even actually tested one single time because, to the way I look at it, is that was a medical thing that they were doing, and. If I don't want to have a medical test done on me, I don't have to. So I actually did lose a job and stuff because of it. But, you know, I feel that I did the right thing. And now that we're on the other side of it and the information's coming out, you know, piece by piece, especially through the Pfizer documents that everybody was pretty much duped. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm proud of myself for standing strong this entire time. And again, proud of everyone out there that did. Like, that's that's an amazing feat because I think the biggest psychological, you know, op ever was played on the American people and worldwide through this whole, you know, COVID scare. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Uh, what do you think, Bandit? How, how has 2020 and beyond been for you and how long you've been looking into this stuff?
2: I'm I'm a, I'm a new guy to all of this. I would say, um, you know, I, I had my suspicions uh, for years, but I wouldn't say I, – I don't like to call – I don't like to refer to people like that as conspiracy theorists. Uh, it's they're more conspiracy oracles because I mean it. know it, it, it really is. I mean, <clears throat> I it's it's crazy how much has like come uh, come out after uh, just twenty twenty alone. Everything's getting released online. Um, you know, like Jim Bob mentioned the the Pfizer documents. Uh, it's what I like to say. It's social media is the sharpest double-edged sword out there right now. I mean, we can use it to our benefit, but it can also be used against us. 100%. And and that's, and that's beneficial though. I would say I've been what you would call eyes open since 2018, 2017, 2018. I would say I was—I was. My eyes were open to a lot of things, but now it's just like nothing surprises me. Really, I mean, honestly, nothing would surprise me. Aliens could land in my front yard tomorrow, and I'd be like, "What's up? You want you guys want a cup of coffee?" And nothing would shock me. Nothing would shock me.
1: Yeah, and and I believe stuff like that because you know, like there's there's so much that they do hide from us, and they have hidden from us, you know, mm-hmm. throughout history, throughout politics throughout laws and stuff like that, that, you know, I, I I'm one of those guys that think that aliens are more interdimensional beings that are here with us even right now while we're talking, but like, yeah, sure, they'll make themselves visible if, if they found the necessary to make themselves visible. But I feel as long as there's psychopaths running the world, they don't want to really share the information that they have with them. And I think that if we continue to do things like these podcasts and I've been talking to a lot of uh, nomadic type people on my show and stuff, too, that are building their own infrastructures inside of the falling Rome, which I believe is a good is a good key to getting ourselves onto the other side. Because I- I- as long as we have something to fall back on that we the people have made ourselves, who cares if the system crumbles? Like, please crumble so that yeah. you guys will leave me alone and I don't I can stay safe on my property without having to worry about being waco
0: yeah, 100%. I think we were talking about that a little bit on your show, too, how they do have people starting their own sustainable communities, starting their own businesses, their own companies, uh, alternatives for when the inevitable crash happens of our society and our dollar and the economy and everything else. They'll already have stuff set up, and it's a wonderful thing. Uh, since we're, we're kind of in this or spectrum here of uh, a future kind of crash scenario, this is something I believe is inevitable. And they have lots of people with their heads in the sand about this, uh, and I do not think that the, the dollar will exist maybe by next year. I don't like to make predictions, but I want to get your guys' thoughts on this and the possible fallout of the, this inevitable crash of our, our economic system.
1: I really, really think that the dollar – I honestly give it five years you know, max. If you look back to 1971 when they did that whole thing where they, you know, did, did what they did with the gold standard and then did all that exporting and importing from China and stuff and how the, you know, the, the wage gap just went crazy after 1971. And now that they're not doing all the importing China and they're, you know, they got this other stuff going on, our dollar is just rising like crazy and falling apart. And so I really do th- that. The American dollar is a hundred percent on its way at the door. Um, I don't have an answer for what we should change to, um, but I do. I do believe in preparing with table goods. Somebody um, is collecting, not only, like, you know, bullets because they say you'll be able to trade bullets for things. Sure, but I believe in like collecting alcohol, tobacco. Um, I even I even care like I've got a whole stack of aluminum and copper and stuff like that that i keep because you know i could sit down and turn it into something or i could trade some bags of tobacco for some food or i could trade some alcohol for something you know i believe we're going to go back to more of a barter system to begin with when it does collapse that's going to be the only way we survive
0: yeah, what do you think, we'll Bandit? You and Jim Bob, better. just just FYI, you're kind of cutting out a little bit every once in a while. I don't know if it's your connection or whatever, but I just thought I'd let you know. My apologies. No worries, no worries. I got um, a
2: little bit more of an opposing viewpoint on that than Jim Bob, which is good, though, because, I mean, we are – that's what makes this group so well, work so well together. Um, I don't think the collapse is that near, and mm-hmm. – I really don't think the dollar is on its way out like everybody thinks. I know it's tanking right now, but the one thing that is going to keep it around and the one thing that's going to keep our economy around is that my thought is our military, the U.S. military, is the enforcement arm of the ruling elites. Think about it, though. If the dollar collapses, if the economy collapses, how are you going to pay our military? How are you going to pay our law enforcement? How are you going to keep one of the biggest, you know, herds of tax cattle in line in the foreseeable future? We're going to – I think we're going to see a recession close to, like, maybe the 30s depression, maybe – but I don't think the dollar's on its way out anytime soon. Um, t- I mean, just look at the way they're they're playing politics right now. The left and right are arguing back and forth. You vote Republican, we'll get our economy going. We'll get we'll raise the dollar. The left is like, oh, the right's full of shit. You know, it's it's a game right now, and they're using the economy and the tanking dollar as a as a system to get people elected you know or selected whatever um it's not that i have my head in the sand it's just i i have more of a realistic i have a positive outlook on this you know i think people in general are inherently good so it's gonna stay around for longer than an immediate collapse you know it's i don't
0: well, I, you know, I, I really hope you're right, and there, there, you have you made some good points there. I just uh, I don't see our any of our systems being sustainable, even within the next decade, just due to the reaction of people and the masses to finding out how corrupt the systems are, and uh, I think this could lead to you know, a very good things. You know, I'm I have a positive outlook as well. I think that we need this crash. I need, I think the whole system. Needs to come down, and we need to start over from scratch. And yes, that's probably going to cause a shitload of turmoil in our, our world. But it's the only way we're going to grow and get better. And you know, I think we just re- need to hit the reset button uh, in some aspects, and uh, you know, start start from scratch. And that doesn't mean we have to have a depopulation event or get rid of people on the planet. It just means we need to fundamentally make some changes. And uh, you know, I uh, I hope you're right on both ends that would give us some time to to kind of manage everything
2: let's look at it like a course correction you Mm. know we have moved so far this country has gone so far off track that is course correction is going to look like a collapse it's going to look like complete and utter chaos you know Um, but it'll be a course correction for this nation the nation itself is not going away the way it's governed and run might go away but the, the 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 people and the nation itself won't go away right? right right on so i think people have a misconception about what a collapse is gonna be you know yeah thinking, some people are thinking
0: mad max land right off the bat thinking
2: too much like what they see in movies and reading books and stuff and that's not how it's gonna be Right, it's gonna correct itself really it, it really will it'll correct itself although we've run so far off track i do think that a course correction will turn out yeah chaotic and violent it really will but that's just the nature of things though
1: yeah a lot of at, balkanization
2: yeah look at other countries that look at other and i'll use the word look at other empires look look at it wasn't it wasn't collapsed they didn't go away right they shrunk uh, a new way of governing came in. new types of money came in. The countries themselves didn't go away
1: so the so you know the Soviet Union and russia i mean it didn't all they really did was just to do some adjustments and such. I see what you're saying there, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, but you're also right that the, that we've gone so far off that adjustment could hurt a bit and it, it may look very difficult for certain people. Uh, but, you know, that's unavoidable. And uh, either way, whatever, you know, how however extreme it's going to be, we need a different course of action. I think we're kind of headed there. It's the, the, the mainstream media won't ever let us know how far we're headed there. They won't let us know how much of the population thinks a certain way. They're only going to show their one side. So we have to be discerning and that's where you know starting our own communities and connecting on individual levels like we're doing i think that's that's really the answer uh but let's talk about what what are some of you guys um favorite things to to top to talk about right now maybe some of the most fascinating topics that uh, you're looking into lately
1: oh man man. i i have been one of my all-time favorite conspiracies that i've actually just did a show on makes you think with, with josh reed is the actor based reality where yeah, yeah. you know a lot of these same people that are in power now have been in power for a very long time just playing different roles. Yeah,
0: for Sorry, sure I, I like I'm that. Breaking
1: up a little bit but that's that's like my favorite conspiracy at the current moment that I've been digging into um, if you ever want to check somebody out on some of that stuff there's a guy on YouTube called Conscious X and he does a lot of actor-based reality conspiracy stuff, and it's, it's, it's very interesting.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. And I, I mean, we know that the CIA and Hollywood work closely together. They write scripts for Hollywood. Hollywood writes for the CIA, vice versa. It's just one big Production. Um, everything we see on the TV is a production in essence. Everybody's act. I mean, I believe that, you know, at, at a certain level, you kind of have to be an actor. And the real people in control, they're not going to have – they're not going to be on camera. You're not going to know who the hell they are. So, yeah, I like that I them very me, much too. Me
1: and Bandit talk about that a lot, that the actual people that are pulling the strings will never actually know – their exact face everybody you see or hear about are totally like the actors or the front men although i have this theory bouncing around that some of these ones that are pulling the strings do are out in the open and and are you know visible to us but we don't realize they're the string pullers they're they're just doing something completely different and now you know i catch a lot of flack for this but i always say look at like jim carrey he's he's a very he's you know he, he's a He's a lot more intelligent than people give him credit for. You know, they just think of him as a a funny guy on on the TV and stuff. But if you ever listen to him in interviews, he's very, very intelligent. And he knows a lot of esoteric type stuff and, you know, spirituality type things. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if he was totally like one of the rulers of the world just out here, you know, showing us things in his own kind of sense. That's why he did the Truman Show all those years ago. The number 23.
0: Yeah, that's it. That's very interesting. I don't know. What do you think, Bandit? Um
2: everybody, everybody online always likes to talk, you know, the WEF and the NWO and stuff like that. And I always I man, I can't wrap my head how um They took a loss today. Oh, they took a big L, man. They took a big L due to Africa. Due to Africa, man. <laughs> Yep. We've, you No. Know, uh and it's always i mean i always mention that you know that the real players are the people in the shadows you know oh, klaus klauschwabi is the bad is, is the boogeyman hmm. dude that dude is a puppet he is he is given a script by the real people in charge to go you know where i have a comforter set that looks like the the outfit he wears on camera when he's speaking you know that he's given a script to 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 read that's all the real people you're never gonna find pictures of them you're never they're never mentioned in history books um the only the only time we might know who they are are the uh there was an article put out by the uh, I can't remember which three letter agency. They said it was the thirteen the thirteen ruling families or the thirteen Illuminati bloodlines. It's
1: a it's a CIA
2: document. I actually have it. Yes, I do too. Uh, it, it's the thirteen families. Um, maybe maybe, but really, if you're gonna if you're that in charge to where you can sway countries and you know worldwide policies. Still, I think it even goes higher than that. You know, there are people that are in charge that have never been mentioned in history. No paintings, no pictures, no nothing. And that is what is truly terrifying, you know? Because in no, in any organization, if you go high enough to the top, you're always going to come to one person. Sure. And in that aspect, um, as far as like who really... Like pulls the strings. If you go high enough, you're always going to come to one person. So, I mean, for there to be one person in charge of the world, that that's kind of a terrifying thought, you know? Sure, that that truly is a lot of power.
1: I was I was just actually looking at a thing this morning about uh, Soros, George Soros. He has he spent like nine hundred billion dollars or some shit in his entire lifetime helping get different political figures into <clears throat> office in different countries and even in this country
2: it's like, and it's i was difficult. just like i was
1: just like shouldn't it's that be ridiculous. illegal like isn't that bribery well he's a nazi
2: so i mean what'd you expect yeah no, I mean, no he really is though not in the like figurative sense in the literal sense he is a nazi
0: yeah Oh, yeah, we've got plenty of Nazis in power. You, in fact, I think in order to get to some of these positions of power, you have to have a level of psychopathy. Uh, I think many of them are bred for it. I think that it's multi-generational probably abuse um, that that leads to these – Individuals going into these positions of power, um, but uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. We, you know, they it c- they could be p- pulling double doubles, uh, like uh, Jim Bob was saying. Where you know we we know we can see them on TV, but they're not who they think we are. Uh, they may be uh, that we never know who they are. But you know, I think that uh, th- with everything that is being revealed lately, I think that's going to be an answer that many of us start should start seeking. I mean, we always wonder and wonder, but you know, where's the paper trail that leads to this stuff it'd be very interesting to see if there is one person at the top who the fuck is that person i don't know uh bandit
2: what was that they can't hide any longer yeah it's coming to the point i mean these guys have stayed in the shadows for hundreds if not thousands of years in power um because i really do i don't think the the people that are really in power i don't think they've ever like lost their power you know i really don't over thousands of years one group has remained in control but it's coming to the point like i always say social media is the sharpest double edged sword out there or it, just the internet in general it's going to come out we're we're approaching a precipice right now where it's going to it's something it's going to tip one way or the other
1: I, I've got to. I got to agree there. I, as somebody who's been on this, you know, pathway of searching for the truth for so long, when, when all you guys actually started kind of getting your gears about you, 2017, 2018, I, I was at a point where I was getting ready to just be done with trying to preach to folks because I was just like, man, I've been doing this for getting close to 20 years, and I'm not, you know, I've only seen few results, and then I swear, like. COVID did a good job at mass awakening people because, because I went from feeling like the crazy guy online for all these years. It's been drug and called every name in the book to people actually come to me for information. And I'm like, wait a minute, the the script flipped and I don't even know when it happened, but you know, I'm glad that it did because I am glad to see more and more people critically thinking like that's something that just, I, I think school did a very good job at taking away from people public schooling did was made people docile and not question things. You were just like, Oh, well, the teacher or the textbook or the government official told me that this is the way that it is. So, you know, I'm going to believe it. And once you actually start digging for things that yourself, you, you can pretty much see that everything that they've ever told us is garbage. So it makes you really start to question everything else that they tell us, or at least in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and they're they're using a counterattack right now of missing... Bombardments of misinformation because people have access to it. Because people are finding out the truth. They're putting uh, insiders, agents, people in the communities that are talking about this stuff to muddy the waters and, and add BS to it and throw people in the wrong direction. And they're just bombarding us with tons of misinformation about all these topics right now. So we don't know what's up and down and we don't know what the truth is, but still we have, you know, we have original information we can go off of. We have brilliant researchers that are looking into the stuff. You just have to use your gut and discernment, just like with any of the other stuff. But they they are trying to, uh, definitely add some misinformation ad- agents I, all over the place. In this,
2: I,
1: I, got I think that's why they went after. Go ahead, Bennett. I'm sorry, you, you keep bringing up COVID.
2: Um, I, I, I just got one quick thing about it. Um, everybody wants to say, you know, the more and more I think about it, it's like everybody wants to say one the, that COVID was a failed depopulation event. Um. I don't, I, I, the more and more I think about it, I used to think that at the very beginning of it, but now it's more, I think they used that to draw a line in the sand to see where the sides are, you know, to see they, they will use COVID and they can look out in society. I mean, nationwide and see where the sides are. They can tell what side you're on based on your opinion of COVID whether you got vaxed or you wore a mask they can see which side you're on based strictly on that so sure. i think it was a, they drew a line in the sand with covid
1: just to yeah, see
2: no. simple cycle
1: and 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 i think i think with that though like it 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 did I, I don't know bring a lot of people to the light i guess you could say like I. Yeah. Be- being in this realm that I've been in, you know, with telling people this kind of stuff for years, I have watched the sides flip. Like, like when I, you know, a lot, a lot of my early days of looking into this stuff, people used to call me a leftist. A lot of my later days and in looking into stuff, people try to call <laughs> me, you know, a right wing extremist. And and at the end of the day, I'm like, well, the right wing's an idiot. The left wing's an Can't idiot. Can I just be and a then, fucking human? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Can leave, I, me
2: alone. Can leave me alone. Like, you know, I don't why do I have to be one side or the other? Why can't you just call my political view is leave me alone? What the, my how political view is to, I'm a pirate. <laughs> well, no, how right yeah, exactly. The freest people on the in the world. How can you not like like people are so I mean wrap their entire identities around the political spectrum? And this they do how, we can even put that with sports, man. People wrap their entire identities up in sports politics and bread and circuses
0: yeah and and we're
2: and docile with sports and politics and they won't be able to see they won't take their blinders off to see what's going on in the rest of the world
0: Well, they're adding another layer of non-reality to that. They want to cause even uh, more of a division between us and reality by putting us in something like the metaverse, and you know, just they want us to plug our reality into there and just forget about it. Just stay in there. You'll be fine. (laughs) Don't worry about what's going on in the outside world, because that's going to be your new reality. I was talking to Ben Joseph Stewart the other day. He was (laughs) saying some terrifying uh, research that he's been looking into that they're going to be integrating psychedelic into some of the software that they're using for uh, the metaverse to where you wear some kind of patch and you get all jacked up on some kind of psychedelic cocktail and you'll never want to leave the mate. Like you feel so blissful and wonderful and it's like such a real experience. And, you know, if that's what they're doing with the pharmaceuticals and psychedelics and technology, I want nothing to do with that shit, you know?
1: It, it, it's 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 almost like you know like uh Wally needs idiosyncrasy. Like <laughs> yeah. no, no no have you seen
2: the Bruce Willis movie? Uh hold on. You're on. I, I bumped my echo. The Bruce Willis movie Surrogates.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: This is what we're playing into. With with okay. uh the metaverse, that's what they're playing into is the the that movie surrogates where you with AI and everything like that, they're playing into like it's it's more <laughs> idiocracy mixed with uh, surrogates, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: I see. I see I, it really I, is, and and, and, I, and, I, and I and like I see that whole merger with AI thing that they're trying to do, and even even where I've heard them say, "Oh, you could live for another hundred and fifty years as a computer," and I'm just like, you know. I've kind of liked my run here. I'd like to come back as something else and not be stuck here as the same guy in a computer for the rest of my life. That, That to me is just a little bit far.
0: Yeah, that's not the that the future that I want. I want to remain as much of a natural human being as possible. And I, ha- I always have a joke that the um, people's alien encounters with like greys and stuff—they're coming back to warn us not to cut our dicks off, and they're they're us from the future. <laughs> These little right, transhuman robot people.
2: I don't know. You're absolutely right, and that can be. I've, uh, I've heard that above with I'm, them being. I want to stay in intact, please. I, I really yeah, please. For sure. But now, first
0: uh, you have to be able
2: to find what is a woman. Yeah,
0: right. Well, that's a that's a whole nother um mental Stand illness words. topic in, that that's going on right now and yeah, mental oh, illness is running rampant. That video? What's that?
2: Matt Walsh video. What is Walsh? a woman? Oh.
0: No, I don't think so. I know what you're talking
2: about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a different discussion. Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, up. yeah, no worries at all. Uh, well, Bandit, what uh, have you been looking into anything that's really fascinating in particular for you?
2: Jim Bomb kind of just feeds me everything.
0: You
2: know? <laughs> right anything, on. I kind of – I because his brain is wired for this. I mean I kind of – you know, <clears throat> we'll do our podcasts, and I'm pretty good at just winging it. I I really am. I'm pretty good at just winging it. And uh, I'll do my I'll do I'll do my research, my research occasionally. But um, thanks to these guys, I my eyes have been opened. You know, I I really they've covered all of the major stuff and I kind of just build off of that you know, I'll take what they discuss and I'll build off of it and I'll do my own research and I'll gather my own opinions. And sometimes they might be, uh, my, my opinions might be different. Sometimes they might be the same. Sometimes they might be, you know, a little bit more in depth, but, um, for the most part with 99% of this stuff, we, we usually agree on everything that we do research together and talk about. We agree, but, sometimes we have different uh, different opinions on things.
0: Yeah, well, that's important. I think uh, you got to bring oh, yeah. like all the ideas to the table for sure. You got to bring everybody's opinion and ideas and theories and have the audience decide for themselves and that's what that's what I do with my show for sure. I think one of the most important topics is hidden history. What do you guys think about some of the newer kind of uh, theories coming out uh-huh. about uh, cyclical resets mud flood tartaria things that yeah, we could have had just uh, resets had a really
1: good discussion on this on our show I, yeah, yeah i had a, a guy it. over yeah. that I had, I had a guy over that was from, that's from europe and and he'll tell you right now that you know all that uh, mud flood and ancient technology and t- stuff like that he's like he, he's like yeah he's like that stuff exists and i guess i'd like to point out even though a lot of people aren't a fan of him right now but putin just apparently released a whole archive of tartarian historical documents and stuff which kind of fuels that fire for me a little bit more because i you know i definitely think that humanity has been lied to so much that we don't know any true history
0: you're 100 spot on with that uh what do you think Banda? do you think that there it's possible that we could have been reset um even times. even sooner than uh, you know the 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 typical thoughts of thousands of years or twenty thousand years. Oh
2: oh, oh. hey, uh, just within the last few hundred years, there um, we had a discussion on our podcast about uh, just within the last uh, few hundred years there was a major reset with um, between um, here in the United States. If you look at it here in the United States and the rest of the world, I mean. Um, Especially with different civilizations here in the United States, from you know, uh, you know what I'm talking about, right, Jim? Bob, that discussion yeah. we had on the podcast where they brought something to my attention that I just was blown away by. If you look at it from 1400 to 1700, they uh, spent the first two to three hundred years from Christopher Columbus discovering the United States to you know the 1700s wiping out the people that were here and then they had an oh shit moment of oh the buildings and structure are still here so from the revolutionary war to the end of world war ii they spent that time in the united states and worldwide
1: destroying the structures that were that were left over have you have you ever seen the pictures of old seattle yeah um that that that's a great thing i like to point out old seattle and you've got some of these victorian style houses that just magically appeared on hills in the in the 17 and 1800s it's just like no something like that was built hundreds of years ago you know it just doesn't get built overnight by for sure so i think there's definitely question out there to question the the portrayed version of history we're given
2: From the subway tunnels in New York City. Um, It was brought to my attention. If you look at the old, old, like the old, old subway tunnels from New York City, the tunnels were already there. They just built the subway inside existing tunnels. Because if you look back at those, and they say they were constructed in the very early... 20th century, late, late, late 19th century. With They're horse and buggy. With horse and buggy and hammers and chisels and buckets. The intricate work within the subway tiles and the mosaics and the stained glass, especially if you look at some of the old Russian subway tunnels, it's the same, same type of intricate artwork and design with the glass and the tiles and everything. I have a very hard time believing that people did that with their bare hands, hammers, chisels, wooden mallets, horse buggy buckets. It's really hard to convince me that they did that.
0: It seems like we kind of reached a pinnacle of technology and construction abilities and all these things that would have advanced us. It seems like we, we kind of reached a pinnacle during that time period and whoever was in charge decided that it'd be easier to get control of everybody if they whatever reset happened if it whether it's man-made or they knew what was happening because I know these guys follow the stars and they know if it was a cosmic cataclysm they would have known this was happening uh, but it, it would be easy for them to 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 reset everybody, and start over with the base technology that uh, that they said that we would have, and we haven't seen anything new since then. I mean, we have computer technology. That's the only thing that's been advancing, these, these computer and online technologies because that's where they want people to eventually end up and be in control, is in these computer systems, but automation, uh, vehicles, construction, we've regressed. We've gone the opposite direction. Yes. We're we're not building uh, massive, huge uh, megalithic structures like we, we, our ancestors were able to. Even the cathedrals from a few hundred years ago, we can't even recreate some of those. So we're regressing in some forms of technology and advancing and I believe, some of the wrong forms of technology. Oh, yeah. And that's, I think, a big part of why they could have reset us. You know,
1: in, yeah. in the uh, you, you know, you look at like the seventies and sixties, seventies and eighties. Cars, for example you could do pretty much everything yourself at home if there was something wrong with the vehicle. And nowadays they have to warn you to not drink the battery acid. Like there, there's a, there's a loss somewhere between here and there is, you know, not just people getting, you know, not just technology being regressed, but I think it, they did a good job at regressing people as well. You know, my, my grandfather could get up, my, my grandfather could get up and do, you know, eight, nine hours worth of work on his 18 wheelers, come home, work on his truck and still have time to go fishing that evening. And, you know, sometimes I have trouble just finding the time of day to get what I need to get done. And I, I look back at things like that and I'm like, you know, they were they were built stronger. They were built,
0: mm-hmm. you know, a lot
1: better back then. I think we've reached the point of uh, weak men creating bad times. Mm. N- uh, yes, I,
2: a difference of opinion. We are in the hard times creating hard men times right now. think so We have just begun the hard times we might have just
0: begun that because uh for the, the my We're childhood good. it was pretty you know we you know I think you're right though
2: I think it's being Gen X is I guess different but uh it's we are in that time frame of hard times creating hard men and I think that this time. So, there. I I think the the pushback this time with the hard men or the hard times creating hard men is going to be a little bit too much for them. I really do.
1: Now that's something I like to always point out.
2: I'm 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 hopeful for humanity, though.
1: That's that's my curse that's something that me and you definitely I know we agree on and it's something I always like to point out you know with like the sentient world simulation with like the WEF and NWO and stuff like that at the end of the day their simulations show us on top no matter what they do they lose
0: has to do with project looking glass yeah, yeah, that, that as well. Like, uh, yeah, whenever seven, they, seven they, they were ahead. running these three letter agencies, black projects, and they were you know supposedly looking into our future, or remote viewing into the future, every time they tried yeah. to look at their accomplishments with this new world order, they would always fail, which I find fascinating I and awesome.
2: Somebody else that, that I, 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 there was a video going around TikTok a while ago, and then I started doing my own research, and that has. Giving me such hope. It's like seven moves. They can look. Project Looking Glass allows them to look seven moves into the future. Mm -hmm. And at the seventh move, with every simulation they run, at the seventh move, they always lose. It was like the, uh, I think they're searching right now. If you look at uh, the Infinity Saga, Doctor Strange out of However many million different, um, however many million different uh, times he looked into the future, they would always lose except for that one time. They're searching for their one time to win, you know. But they still come up. They're still coming up with. They're going to lose every time. They're trying to figure out what works for them with all of these different things that they're going to that they're trying on us. They're looking for their one time where they can win yeah you're uh, you're right
0: they're failing
2: they're they're failing and that gives me hope i think i'm cursed with that being hopeful for humanity
0: no, I think you're you're definitely right that they have definitely failed, um, and it's it's like a chess game. They've already failed and they know it, so they're trying everything they can do to provide the illusion that they still have a chance uh, to progress their plan. When it's inevitable, it's like we're watching a movie play out right now that already has a predestined ending, and we're just kind of sitting back and letting it play out. Uh, but I do, uh, you know, I do think that there's going to be plenty of Time between those moves that we have to endure some some nonsense uh, fallout yeah. because of that, but like right now, yeah, yeah, like right now, and uh, I think we're we're entering a uh, very critical time that they knew about for a long time. And when we look at the the previous resets that we're talking about, there's plenty of theories that this could be preparation for the next attempted reset. I know that climate change is going to be a huge, uh, a next agenda that they're trying to get everybody to go on board with. And along with this, Yes, I believe they can control the weather. Yes, I believe yes. they can control a lot more than the weather, maybe earthquakes and volcanoes. And if that being said, they can provide the illusion that not only is the climate changing, but we're you know going through some major stuff, and go as far as cause their own reset. And that may be one of the huge kind of upcoming agendas that they're gonna one of the final cards that they try and throw out there. Either that, or the fake alien invasion. I don't know. What do you guys think? Please break.
2: Please on the alien invasion. But yeah. The thing with the the, the climate crisis is that people woke up to their crap with COVID and y- y- you're going to have a hard time. Like I always say about, you know, social media being a double edged sword. You're going to have a hard time convincing people of a climate crisis when you guys are. When Paul Pelosi crashed his brand new Porsche, gas guzzling Porsche, you know, into a Jeep. There were how many hundreds of private jets at the WEF? Uh, they all fly, they all drive gas guzzling cars they they are buying beachfront homes worth millions of dollars. You can't convince me that people don't see that and go, well, if they're buying beach beachfront homes, the waters aren't gonna rise. If they're flying, there must not be a fuel crisis it it you can't convince me that these uh, that so many people are gonna bite on this climate crisis thing that it's gonna cause any type of, you know,
0: you know. Well, if we they were, do, are, I mean, it's because they're doing a good job of faking it and causing these problems themselves, sure. you know.
1: Sure, we've uh, we've we've been doing a deep dive series on Sundays the past couple weeks on, over here on Unconstitutional Awakening, and this past Sunday happened to be us talking about like uh, Harp and DARPA's projects that, you know, are public projects you can go look up that are weather modification. And, you know, there's some instances where it's been used for good, like the snowpack stuff up in like Idaho. And But then, you know, you've got other instances like, you know, and I'll flat out say it, like the hurricanes down in the Gulf that happen mm. so frequently and destroy Louisiana. You can't tell me there wasn't some kind of playing around with something like that. Cause you know, this you're talking about a community that's been there for hundreds of years now, if not, you know, prior to then, and they didn't have all these giant category fives after, after each other, one after another, you know, destroying things down there. So there's gotta be some kind of modification going on and they are starting to even openly admit to things like cloud seeding and, and, you know, solar seeding and stuff like that. So It's coming out, definitely.
0: Yeah, and I I totally believe that that is going to be the agenda to try and push everybody into their smart cities so they can um, control a global power grid and have control of everyone's power. and. You know what better way to say that climate change is affecting you know your your lives than with your your power and your livelihood like that. So yeah, we got we got some some great things to look forward to. But like you said, I hundred percent think they already lost, and it's an illusion. If you don't pay attention to it, if you actually find the truth about it, it's not you know it's not real. It's all the illusion, and it's all fear based, and none of it is actually happening. And that's the only way that they can kind of. Perpetuate this this agenda is the illusion of fear. Fear is their number one weapon, man. It's their number one thing. Um, and I want to get into one of the most important things as well that I think we could be talking about is when you look at the geopolitical and surface agendas that are happening right now there's a lot of people doing great research into it. There's a lot of people uh, There's a lot of people that are looking really deep, but once they get to a certain level, and they see that these guys are sacrificing babies or worshiping Baal, or having occult practices, or that's what everything is really based off of, they check out, and they'll kind of regress their research. I know plenty of people who've done that. Uh, but sure. for me, all roads lead to the occult. All roads lead to some yes. kind of spiritual battle, and I want to get your guys' take on that, if you see it kind of the same way
1: i i definitely like that i remember the first time i come across things being related to the occult and i did i dismissed it i was i was just like okay now now we're this is just getting too far this is getting too conspiracy minded and i kept coming back to occult type stuff and you know no matter what i was looking into and i was just like well there's got to be something to it and somebody told me something years ago that was really neat that I, you know, that I, that I kind of took to heart. We were, me and Bandit were talking about a little bit in the group chat the other day. It was back when the original Tom Cruise, not the clone that exists today, started outing psychology as a pseudoscience on Oprah and a couple other interviews and stuff that he was talking about. And I took that and meshed it with something that, a uh, uh, an old, an older fellow that I knew from Guinea told me is that go back and read the Bible but read it as a psychological um, book. Read it from the perspective that everything they're in there talking about is your brain and your psyche and how things you know work inside your soul and such. And going back and reading that in you know in that form, and then learning more into the occult world and the Wiccan type practices or pagan or whatever you want to call them. You know, and finding that they were connected back to things like ancient Egypt and like ancient Lemuria, which I totally believe exist, um, it made me realize that wait, all these guys are up here doing magic, like they really believe that it's real and they're controlling the world with magic. So if I fight back with magic, maybe we can succeed. And and I really believe in you know waking people up and those positive vibes, like you said putting out those positive vibes, not, you know, acknowledge that it exists, but don't harp your life on top of it because harping your life on top of it brings the negative energy to the world around us where enjoying your life, staying in your lane and doing whatever makes you happy and makes your family progress or makes sure, you know, your life progress in a positive way is feeding the positive energy back into this system that is going to bring, you know, Like you made the mention of the mega cities, I truly believe those will exist in a form, but I don't think all of us are going to be taken apart of it. There's some people that want this system, that want to be a part of the metaverse, that want to be a part of these big cities. And then there's people like me and Bandit who are preparing to do it all ourselves, if that's what it comes to. And I think that making these connections and making these positive vibes are putting, are are shifting reality in in our favor. You know, they've put it all this negative energy out there for so many years. They've brought all their crazy, scary, negative stuff to fruition. We can use the same knowledge and you know, magic that they used to bring a positive shift in humanity to to fruition.
0: All right. Anything to add, uh, Bandit, about uh, the occult or anything that Jim Bob said?
2: <laughs> I remember when they came out with that pick that they took at Bohemian Grove of them worshiping an, a huge statue of Ball, you know, and they had a fire going and everything. And all the politicians were just like, haha, we were just kidding, man. We weren't really doing that. You, give me a break, man. I mean, it surrounds Washington, D.C. The occult surrounds. Yeah. Everything was built according to. Um, occult type worship everything in Washington DC all of the monuments all of the buildings all of the roadways
1: everything. I even I you know I I believe so much in <laughs> esoteric type stuff and you know occult type stuff that you know a lot of people get to question me and about my crazy flag back there and like I can actually go and show you where it's like esoteric symbolism that you know has to do with the stars and magic and stuff like that and and it's 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 everywhere like when you start understanding symbolism and seeing it everywhere some people are like oh well that's evil symbolism <clears throat> no the symbolism is there for your psyche for your soul to recognize so that maybe you can understand our connection back to magic and the earth and the cosmos and stuff like that instead of this instead of this plain human life that we've all been force fed to believe you know, that we're worthless spinning on a ball somewhere and we're not worth, you know, you know, your, your life means nothing. I, no, I think each one of us here have a purpose for the source to experience different ilks and walks and views in life
0: yeah man now uh you mentioned something that kind of perked my ears up because I haven't heard this I uh, haven't talked about this topic in a while you mentioned uh someone was a clone who did you who did you say was a clone Tom, uh, Cruise. Tom Cruise okay now the whole clone thing I that's one of the, the the topics I've always been kind of on the fence about i I don't dis- dismiss it but I don't know if they have as many clones or if they had the 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 um, the advancement of that technology, which I don't doubt, but I'm not sure. You know, I don't have hey, enough evidence to to say that's a clone on TV that yeah, I'm watching.
1: Sure, <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. But like yeah. this goes into that actor based reality like I was talking about earlier. Um, look at like Tom Cruise, Dave Chappelle, Eminem. They all had moments where they were kind of outing the system and outing the government for things that they were doing, or big pharma or, you know, some of the shady stuff that's going on and then all of a sudden they're a different person like you know like i don't think the tom cruise that was being interviewed back in those days that was outing you know psychology as being a pseudoscience and you know all the drugs being used to you know bring humanity's vibe down and then now he's this weird scientologist guy that you know doesn't deal with any of that kind of stuff and you know you hear these stories about him being like abusive and stuff like that and when you think back you're like that that doesn't seem like the original guy that I heard talk and Dave Chappelle is one I like to go to a lot because he actually got persecuted for the Chappelle show you know like in the way he was doing things and he vanished for so many years and even his own family says that the Dave Chappelle that came back is definitely not the dave chappelle that left and not not meaning like you know his his way of life or his attitude change they mean like you know physical changes whether it be just you know quirks or skin tones or hairlines and stuff like that and you know are they a clone maybe are they a body double most definitely Like there, I I do think cloning is real because I can go get my dog cloned right Right. now for fifty grand. Yeah. So if I can get my dog cloned for fifty grand, I totally think that out there somewhere, they may be doing some form of cloning, whether it be for organ organ harvesting or something like that, or or just replacing people. I guess I'm really not in the liberty to say.
0: Like I said, I don't discount it uh I think it's it's very possible and with the technology that I know they're hiding out there, that's probably a hundred maybe two hundred years ahead than than we'll ever know. Sure, it's definitely a possibility uh now for the last few minutes, we have is there anything else that you guys uh have been covering lately that's been particularly interesting to you or anything coming up that you'd like to talk about?
1: What's got Ben
2: um i just wanted to mention just one thing real quick just one thing whatever you get. um we bring up a lot we we brought up a lot of instances of something you could always trace back to uh, a movie or a tv show and predictive programming like active actor-based reality is so i mean you mentioning now about cloning arnold schwarzenegger's movie the sixth man he didn't even know he was a clone until the very end of the movie it was actually a sixth clone that they had made and we're talking about the, the mega megacities and the wastelands that's judge Dredd, man. they'll force everybody into a megacity and everybody that lives outside is living in the wasteland you know they're getting people ready for what's coming based on just like the last 20 30 years they're getting trying to get ready people ready mentally for what's coming
0: I think you're right. I think uh, that uh, we can look at so much of our history in movies and media and see so much reality. It's uh, the hero's journey is one of the most common themes throughout uh, big Hollywood, and I believe that that's not only a, a global kind of theme going on right now, but it's for uh, individual basis. I mean, things like one of the biggest examples, Star Wars, of course. Uh, you know, the hero is is doesn't know what's going on at first, lost, and then. Uh, they they have these trying times, go through and grow and then conquer evil at the end and then grow to be a spiritual being that they were meant to be. And it's like the world is going through this right now. Each of us are going through this on an individual basis right now. So Hollywood has always kind of shown us in a way the, the direction we're headed. And the question is, you know, was it for our benefit or is it because they have to tell us? That's one of those strange, you know, revelation of the method type occult practices that these guys are doing that i can't put my finger on but i think that it's all necessary either way um you know i think that all of this uh, our whole reality is a uh, spiritual and consciousness growth tool uh i think we're here for a ride we're here to experience we're here to learn and grow and they might be just part of the system helping us do that you know they may be part of this um, I, you know, I, I just like to call it this: uh, a reincarnation uh, learning school, where we just come here to to learn and grow to get to the next level. And these guys, what we consider parasites or elites or, or evil scumbags, they may have their purpose to kind of help us evolve and grow and get to the next stage, or they may just be parasite scumbags. Either way, they're serving a purpose. But uh, it's very interesting to the whole uh, how it all works out. Uh, Now, one of the more interesting topics that I covered that I thought we could close out on is the – it used to be just aliens. It used to be ETs and extraterrestrials, and now it's the alien deception because there is so much BS coming out about it, and I've learned so much and had my own experiences that I know it's something completely different than they're ever trying to portray uh, through the media through even in the UFO community even with mainstream um, UFO conferences and the people that they're presenting this information a lot of it is BS, a lot of it is fakery a lot of it is to get us headed down the wrong direction um, and I think that we've got some big events coming in the future that they, they wouldn't be bringing this stuff up for, for no reason, whether they're covering their asses for something they know is going to happen whether they're going to roll out some technology or they just want to do a fake invasion or just head us in the wrong direction. There's something, a reason why they're doing these deceptive things, talking about UIPs in the media, which are, I believe, 100% ours. I believe there are drones flying around out there, our military and black project things. Uh, But what do you guys think about the whole um, alien agenda? And I'm just convinced that it's another part of our spiritual growth tool, that these guys, whatever these are considered aliens, or you could call them interdimensional beings. I don't think they're coming from different planets, but I I think they're here personally connected to us. They're a part of our consciousness, maybe our higher selves, maybe our spirit guides, whatever they are. uh, And they, they're trying to evolve us. And I'm not saying there aren't malevolent ones that are kind of the opposite spectrum, but I think they're still a part of us and trying to evolve us in a way. I don't know. What do you guys think about that?
1: I, I I think, I think that project blue beam is very real. And if you're not, you know, if you're not familiar with that, I definitely recommend, you know, looking into it. Uh, I, I don't put it past our government to fake a little green man invasion, but I'll, I'll agree with you through experiences that I've had and things that I've witnessed myself. The Any other beings that are here are totally already here and have al- already been here. Um, we just can't see them because we only perceive things at a cer- certain frequency. But, you know, like You know, aliens are more of an interdimensional type thing, probably connected back to us, or you know, if not a part of us, something that's trying to help us in a sense. And I think that the powers that be are intentionally trying to deceive us so that we do not connect to that because I believe it has something to do with like the source. Um, I know, I know, Joe Rogan says it all the time, but you know, I, I really do implore people to give psychedelics a chance like not in the not in the aspect of you know like being forced or overdoing it but in the aspect of using it spiritually to advance yourself mushrooms dmt whatever you you know whatever your fancies you I, I, I think it connects you back to your brain connects you back to your source and allows you to see that other reality that other people tell you about like myself even That might sound crazy and doesn't make sense, but I've found the more people that I've talked to that have experienced these things and have seen these things with their own eyes, they, you know, they tend to have the same feelings about it that I kind of do and the way you were saying it too. And as far as the technology, absolutely, it's something of theirs that they've either had for a long time or were shown in a sense from another place, but quit looking at the sky, all that stuff is hidden in the ocean and in lakes. Everybody looks for the spaceship in the air, but uh, even a lot of your spaceship sightings and stuff, you see, they see them shooting down into the ocean or shooting from the ocean. ocean. So, you know, I think the ocean has more to do with it than the sky does, because you know, the ocean's very uncharted. You you know, we don't know a whole lot about it. So and the best way to keep you from learning about something that was here with us in the seas or underground would be to keep your eyes on the sky. And they, they do a very good job with that, with telling us about NASA and meteorites and, and yeah. you know, the planet this and planet that. Let's, let's focus on our planet. Let's focus on what's going on here. And once we get this straight, sure, let's look at other stuff. But it, it's time for everybody to reel it back in. And I think the quickest way to reel it back in is mushrooms like as crazy as that sounds and as much flack as I do t- tend to catch for it I have seen personally for, through other people and through myself that that mushrooms will reset you closer back to source and give you a completely different perspective than you've been fed most of your life
0: Right on, yeah. And if if what they come down from from outer space and, and present themselves, I'm ready to have my paradigm shifted again. I'm ready to believe in aliens. But and, you know, until that happens, yeah. um, you know, whatever. whatever. But uh, Bandit, what do you got? What do you think about that?
2: I, Blue Project Blue Beam's already been used. Um, you need to look up um, if you haven't already. There was an instance back in the '90s of a politician saying he was kidnapped by aliens and then shown that it was just normal human beings Hmm. and it was to sway him to in fact it had to do with george hw bush george hw or george w um one of the two i can't remember but it was used to sway somebody to vote in a certain way with nato um and uh, NASA just released that uh, there are no less than four four hostile alien species in our galaxy alone that could swoop in at any time. That has to do with dark forest theory, which is one of my favorites. Um, anytime the government releases something like that, they're trying they're telling you something. They've done that with every event that has happened they've always released tidbits of information ahead of time always and like i'm just expanding on uh, what jim bob said the alien any any videos you see are of the ships leaving our sky or leaving the earth they're they're already here they've been here the only reason that you don't know or that our government has not freely and openly said, hey, here are the aliens. They came here from, you know, you know, two million light years out is that Inside that eyes. that would acknowledge the existence of free energy. Mm. Yep. That would acknowledge that they have the ability to travel across a freaking universe to get here to us and then that would acknowledge that they have the ability to create that energy and then energy like that is not profitable to the government you know so that's why they're keeping that hidden that's why they haven't admit been like here's my alien buddy that's been feeding me this you know all of this technological advice you know that's exactly it
0: but, yeah, and like I said, man, if if it is indeed a, if these beings are physical, which they they may be, they just from different densities or different dimensions, and they're coming here and they are really putting things in people's butts. You know, I'm I'm ready to to, to see it if, if if they can provide any type of real proof. But you know, uh, I think there's a deception going on, and there's people being intentionally planted in uh, to come on talk shows, to go into conferences, to to make it seem like something it's not um when and i also think that is being portrayed as somewhat of a threat by especially by our mainstream government uh by someone that is a admitted counterintelligence officer that admitted that his job in the ufo community is counterintelligence and i think we all know who who we're talking about there and people are actually listening to this guy so that's what we have to to deal with with the whole ufo stuff (laughs)
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's definitely deception. I always, you know, that they, they, they like to give us, as Bandit said, they give us tidbits of the truth, but you know, they're, they never just outright give us the whole truth. They kind of leave that there for us to figure out. And I always feel that anything that they paint as benevolent or, you know, as they paint as the bad guy probably isn't the bad guy because they're, you know, they, they portray themselves as the good guy and we all know that's not the truth. So if there's another another species or another race of beings on this planet, they're 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 gonna keep it as quiet as they can so that you know, we don't we don't look at them as as they are, as they you know, they're really the bad guys and this other species is probably here to aid us. And if we can connect back to that source and connect back to these other dimensional beings, I think that we would they would be more on our side than they would be on like the side of a, of the government and their mass control agenda that they have on everyone.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you're right. The uh, either way, the alien uh, invasion would be much more interesting than the BS that we've got going on with COVID and Ukraine and school shootings and and shit like that. So uh, well, I let's. It <laughs>
2: already. You know, bring the <laughs> yeah. aliens.
0: right on well uh guys thank y'all so much this was fantastic we're gonna have to do this again for sure before uh you head out tell us about if you got anything uh upcoming that you want to tell us about um and definitely plug your stuff
1: sure um and you know of course I've, i've i've always got some really good really good guests lined up for the future of Unconstitutional awakening we you know we we talk to all kinds of people whether they're big names whether they're people from tiktok that's kind of my favorite place to fish for people is over there in TikTok because you always meet um, people that are very advanced in something that they study. Like you know, I'll, I'll a lot of experts that aren't official experts because you know they've done a lot of things and and you know so I'm always looking for cool people. I've talked to some Masons. Um, I've got Matt uh, Matt Ladman coming up here in the future, the um, guy who did Franken Skies, uh, and you know as well as well as some other cool people coming onto the show. Um, which, of course, you can catch that uh, at unconstitutionalawakening.com and all of our spots that we're now being streamed at, which is Rumble, Bitchute, Odyssey, and Brighteon. And then, of course, we're all over all kinds of audio-type devices. And uh, you can you can check us out there. You can check out um, the, my flow page, which I know you said you were going to share with everybody, and that has access to our meme pages and our merch pages and everything else that we got going on at Unconstitutional Awakening. You know, I I, I'm just out here to try to wake people up and and bring them together. And that's that was my goal with Unconstitutional Awakening and, you know, the podcast and such. And our goal as a group, you know, is just to wake up that one mind at a time and and show them that this life can be a whole lot better than, you know, being ruled and being told what to do your entire life. Like I encourage people to be as free as you can in, in every aspect that there is.
0: Right on, I love it, man. All right, what you got, Bandit? Nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm just here for the ride, man. I love
2: it. Really am. Um, <laughs> and it's wild so far.
0: Right on, man. Well, I will have all those links there in the description for you guys. And like I said, we're we're gonna do this again sometime. This was fun. Great information. Yes. And until next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We will talk again tomorrow, and we'll see you then.